We are I. I'm going to start off today's podcast with the question of the day. Do you think that the people, air quotes, the people, the people who who run and own this planet, us, we the people, we the people from around the world, not, not the controllers of the world, not the controllers of countries and nations, not the people who have deemed themselves to be more important than the rest and create the policies to be able to manipulate and control everybody, but we the people. Do you think that we have been pushed too far? Now, I look at all of these things that are happening around the world right now, and again, especially here in Canada, where we had our civil liberties really, really, really encroached on. Like, there's there's no way you can, you know, deny that fact now. You know, people who don't necessarily understand or care about civil liberties, you know, don't truly understand the degree of, you know, manipulation of the the government the last few years. But the nice thing is, in the court of public opinion, and now that we're looking back at this, you know, it's not that hindsight is 2020. It's that when these people had an opportunity to be able to change course and change their narrative, they didn't. And I think we, the people, would have forgave them because they had to make some decisions, you know, without really knowing a lot. But when they did start to know it all, when they started to hold all the cards, when they started to have everything, all the information, all the data, all the statistics, all the opinions, they didn't change their course. And that's, that's what we're judging them on because that, that hindsight is 2020 and that decision in real time was 2020. But you also see here in Canada how we had our nation's largest collective protest ever in Canadian history. That inspired multiple, multiple, multiple countries around this world to do exactly the same thing. From the Netherlands, you know, to Australia, to New Zealand, you know, to Italy and France and you know there was these trucker protests and these blockades and slow rolls that you know joined the hearts of the people around the world you already had these massive protests going on in places like France places like Italy you know places like the UK and in the Netherlands but we all banded together under this one one subject you know peace love respect Because we the people aren't going to put up the same or we are going to show you we are not going to do this anymore. You know, you had protests in in the States, you know, but again, they handled it so much differently than, you know, a lot of the rest of the world. You had great contrast within those borders where you could go to places where things were drastically different, not slightly different, drastically different. You know, like right now you have these massive, massive, massive protests in Brazil, you know, because of their election. You have these 
massive and growingly insane protests in China where they're actually burning down these COVID camps now. Like I saw a video the other day, yesterday, where one of them was on fire. And this is in a country where people will openly be executed, detained, and genocide occur, and the world watches and lets it happen. You know, this is this is wild. You know, you had protests break out in, in Russia when the Russia-Ukraine war started. When you look at these countries in Russia and in China where people know People know that they're putting themselves in extreme harm. It's not like what it is here. Extreme harm is going to come to those people, and they do it anyway. But when are these people around the world, these these air quotes, elites, political elites, and these allegiance that have been formed around the world, when are they going to understand that we, the people, do not want what is going on? How many more examples of you know, collective unity can we show from around the world that we don't want this anymore? And now that Twitter has been this actual open public forum, we can start to see a lot of these things that we weren't allowed to see before or they were buried in the algorithms where you can see the protests that are happening around the world, where you can understand the protests that are happening around the world because conversation is allowed to happen around them. They do have a platform because those people are allowed to speak. You know, and this is the one thing that, you know, Elon Musk has really highlighted is that there was these different boards at Twitter. There was these different departments that were manipulating these algorithms and pushing, you know, this, you know, air quotes, right wing or right leaning opinion down and over promoting the left, and that not allowing anything negative to be aired about the left or air quotes, left-leaning opinions. But the one thing that we do know is if through our mainstream media, if they're not going to report the truth and give these movements airtime, if social media is not going to do the same thing, but it's still it still grew the way that it did. It still creeped through the seams because there's always seams, there's always cracks, there's always weight in today's age to be able to spread that information. It is there. It is there and it's ripe for the taking. But now we've gone from a single apple tree in a field to an orchard of trees of information. And all those trees and all those apples represent the opportunities to be able to get information out there, you know, where it wasn't before. Like this is, this is tide turning. You look at all of these messages being suppressed in mainstream media and in social media, and still people like Danielle Smith get elected. Still people like Pierre Polyev are gaining this momentum at an unprecedented rate. Like this lady, the new Italian, you know, president, same thing. How you see these people have got through the cracks. And this, this should go to show how 
the world, the people, we the people are ready for that change. We need that change. We need the change so we can balance back out in the middle where we belong. Not under this government control, not under this guise of the world economic form and what they want and what they think is best for us. No, no, none of that. We deserve to be free. We deserve not to have every single aspect of our life having rules and regulations and government controls and government influence in our lives. We, the people, are free. We, the people, crave freedom. We, the people, need freedom to be able to survive. And we see this. We connect with it. We resonate with it. Why do you think that grounding is so popular? Why do you think about, why do you think forest bathing is so popular? Why do you think these things allow us to be able to to be healthier because they change our physiology. Because that's how we're supposed to be. We're not supposed to be how we are today right now. And how we are today right now is because of these narratives of big government control and excessive rules and regulations that have made their way into companies and, you know, company structures and ESG platforms and, you know, HR codes and all of this shit. It's just like, no, why do you think people rebel from that? Why do you think people sit in their basement and have these kind of conversations? Why do you think that UFC has risen to what it is today, that primal fighting? Why do you think that these fight organizations have risen to what they are? Why do you think sports has risen to what it is? Why do you think when you see somebody being wild and free, you look at it and you it connects with that portion of you that just wants to be that? Why do you think that we have our glory days and we look back at them as when we were kids and we didn't have to work and we didn't have these responsibilities that we do today as adults? Because it's connecting with the part of you that knows you should be free. So, it's a lot of statements here today. A lot of statements. But again, the question of the day here comes back to the people have had enough. Do you think the people have had enough? Do you think that there's signs from all over the world where you have tens of millions of people Literally tens of millions of people from around the world that have said enough is enough. And if in the Netherlands, the government does try to shut down those 3,000 farms forcefully, can you imagine the protests that are going to happen in the Netherlands and how that is going to ignite farmers from around the world The same thing is happening to them there as it is in Canada and by a lesser extent in the United States. But this is happening to farmers around the world. Can you imagine what's going to happen?